Welcome to the Mind Body Musings Podcast, the show for everyone and anyone that is ready to break free from the dogmatic chains of the health and fitness industry and create their own life free from restrictions. Now, introducing your host, Madeline Moon, a former fitness model gone sane and the author of the popular self-love book, The Perfection Myth. If you dig the show and you're looking for more insight on how to stop food and exercise from controlling your life, check out her website, maddiemoon.com, and grab your free guide. If you're ready to end dieting once and for all, it's time you learn how to pursue real health instead. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mind Body Musings podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Victoria Moon, and I'm here today with a solo episode uh, where I will be talking about three unexpected ways to positively influence your recovery process. I came up with these three things by really just analyzing some of the subtler things that I've been doing in my day to day life that you wouldn't automatically just recommend to someone you know oh try doing this try doing that if you're recovering from any kind of eating disorder or the disease of perfectionism but they're so important and these things are often the three things I hear the most in self-help types of videos and books but never really that much in body image so I thought that they would be really important to share because I love both studying body image um, and eating disorders and self-help of all different realms whether it's entrepreneurship or it is financial success or it's just making your dreams come to life and I want to be incorporating more of that into this so that y'all can get that too. Before we go over there, I want to do the review of the week. This is from Michelle Elaine. She says, thank you for the inspiration with five stars. Thank you so much for the encouragement and inspiration to continue the journey of recovery. I have been on this journey a long time now and sometimes it is tempting to give up or settle for mediocre recovery. Recently, through finding Maddie Moon and her Mind Body Musings, I have a renewed passion to live in true freedom. I know that this podcast will help many, many more like me who have struggled with restrictive eating and need encouragement to go against the fads of the day and pursue freedom of the body and mind. Wow. Thank you so much, Michelle, because that... That review really touched me, honestly. I mean, knowing that you've been struggling for a while and my podcast helped you to have a renewed passion, wow. I can't even explain how grateful I am to know that that's been doing that for you. So thank you for sharing. I really appreciate every single one of y'all's reviews. Um, I also want to bring up again that I do have the Facebook group, the MBM Tribe. So if you haven't joined the MBM Tribe, Go to Facebook, search for that, and you'll find it. You request, and I'll accept you because I want you in there, and I want to hang out with you and answer some of your questions in a more personal atmosphere. So check that out. Uh, Next up, I do want to also remind you guys that I have a patron account if you would like to become a patron of the show and help it to continue thriving head on over to maddiemoon.com pledge or you can go to the show notes for this and pledge as little as a dollar per episode but still that makes a huge difference for me knowing that 
um, every little podcast means enough to you that you could donate a dollar or two. Um, that would mean a lot to moi. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stop Fighting Food. This video series is for women who feel depleted and frustrated by countless weight loss attempts and generally feel trapped in the diet binge cycle from hell. If you identify as an emotional eater and feel out of control in your behavior around food to the point where you find yourself face down into a jar of Nutella, you absolutely have to check out Isabel Fox and Duke's free video series. Don't let poor body image or disordered eating guilt keep you from enjoying life's simple pleasures anymore. Sign up for this free video training series at maddiemoon.com sff. Um, this ends on October 9th, and the doors to her actual program, not just the free video series, the program, they also end October 9th. So if you just want to check out the videos, which I highly, highly, highly recommend because they only come around once a year, Go to the show notes for this and just check out the link. I will have it on there. If you just go to um, my website and go to the show notes for this episode, you will find the link to that and you can go immediately there and check it out. Last but not least, before we get on over to the three ways to positively influence recovery, I just want to quickly say I'm on Periscope. Yeah, I'm on Periscope. Mind Body Musings. I recently did a Periscope and it was really fun. I always hear people say that after they do it, they're like, wow, that was really fun. But it is really fun, and I would like to do some more. So um, if you go on there, make sure you get notified whenever I pop on for a Periscope, so then you'll just get a notification on your phone that says, Madeline Moon is live, and then you can watch whatever the heck I'm talking about, which will be real fun. You can ask me questions. I can answer them. I'm thinking about doing some sort of... uh, weekly or bi-weekly devotional series around body image. So basically taking the best scriptures in the Bible for me, the ones that have really positively influenced me in my recovery, and telling you why why they've helped me and how they can help you too and maybe give you some insight. Kind of like a body image uh, devotional. Um, Yeah, and yeah, I've got more exciting news to share in that arena, but I'm going to hold off for a little bit. Just stay tuned. Keep up to date with me. Make sure you're on my newsletter because I have two huge pieces of news. Things I've been working my booty off that are releasing this year. That by the end of this year, maybe January for one of them. But make sure you're on there so that you're one of the first to to know about it and to get the possible uh, freebies that come along with that. Um, Anyways, now it is time to get to the hearts and the meat of today's episode. I want to talk to you about three things, three very important things. If you're by a computer or you're by um, a couch with a journal and you can just relax, then I want you to take notes if you can. I think that's going the extra mile, but just having these notes really will reinforce that you learn these really important things that I want you to incorporate in your day-to-day life starting now. So the first one that I'm going to bring up to you is perception. Perception. So perception is basically how we're seeing what's happening, how we see the world, how we view what the world is doing to us or what the world is doing for us. Our perception can make or break our day, can make or break our dreams, um, can make or break our relationship with our bodies, with our families. Our perception is everything. No event or action is inherently good or bad. It's how it makes you feel. It, 
It's about how it makes you believe something. So your perception, fortunately, is also the, the one thing you can change. You can't necessarily change an action or event that's happening, but you can change how you see it. You can change to have the mindset from um, you are the victim in a situation to the victor. And I know that I say this often, this whole victim to victor thing, but I think it makes such a difference in your mindset when you know that how you view whatever is happening to you in your life right now, how you view it determines how maybe even the rest of your life can go. So here's an example that I wanted to provide for you today on perception. And I recently talked about this on Snapchat, but I wanted to bring it up here because I thought it was just so interesting that this happened and I had no control over it happening. It happened and it kind of ate me away and I was really bothered. So basically I signed up for another gym membership recently because I was, you know, I'm having so much fun doing my dancing, but I decided that I wanted to be able to go Uh, you know, on a Monday morning if I wanted to just go do some squats or I wanted to get some cardio in just for fun because that's where I am today. And if that's not where you are, then that is completely fine. You take your time, you take your breaks. But I'm at the point where I can do, you know, go run and and not be obsessive. Um, And if it does get obsessive, then I will definitely stop. So what happened for me is I got a gym membership and then I realized being in there was just really making me feel antsy. Like being in there brought back old memories of when I was doing my competitions and when I was in my dark days and I decided that I didn't want to be there anymore. And I was on one of those like auto renewal ones where they charge you on the same day every month and I decided I wanted to cancel it because I didn't want to feel like if I already spent the money then I would make myself go. I wanted to get my money's worth and I didn't want to go into that terrible cycle. So I thought maybe I would just try to stick to the workouts, you know, outside since I live in the beautiful state of Colorado. I could, you know, hike and and whatnot. So I went back to the gym and I went to cancel my renewal membership. And if you have ever been to a Globo gym, you know how pushy they are when you bring up such words. So I asked him and I said, hi, I, I think I'm going to have to cancel my membership. And then one of the trainers pulled me aside and he said, can I ask you why? And I was like, no, it's a long story. I don't know. Well, you know, just give me a little insight. No, no, that's okay. And then the third time he asked again, he said, well, just give me one word because I have to enter it into the system. And I said, just put other. I'm not even kidding with you guys. This is exactly how it went. And then for a fourth time, he asked me, well, just tell me, what is it? And so instead of holding strong, I was just like, oh, well, you know what? I am a body image and eating disorder coach. My life revolves around helping people overcome exercise addiction because I used to have exercise addiction and I used to be a fitness competitor and this is kind of triggering for me to be in, blah, 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 blah. And then I was kind of in my mind like, ha, that'll teach you. Don't ask me again. And that didn't do what I expected at all. Instead, he told me that I should start to face my fears. He told me, that it was time that I got back on board with fitness and I continue to uh, face my fears and stop running from it because that's the only way you get past anything in life is to stop running. Now, I know he said this so that he could continue to have someone pay him money and that he would get commission for getting me back on on board with my, my quote, fitness 
But this really, really made me mad, if you can imagine. I'm sure you can. But I didn't show my anger. I was, I smiled and I said, oh, you know, I'm not running from my fears. I actually um, talk about it every single day on uh, podcasts and writing for different websites across uh, the internet sphere and um, I speak and uh, I do programs. I'm kind of talking about it all day long, so I'm not scared and I'm not running from it, but I know what's triggering for me and what's not like the best atmosphere for my creativity because that's what it comes down to for me now. Like if I'm going to be talking about why you shouldn't do something, I can't be putting myself in front of that all day long and exposing myself to those thoughts because I need to be careful for myself. I need to make sure my message is always as strong as possible. So I didn't, I didn't explain all that to him, but I did just say, you know, I'm not running for my fear. And, and he just went on and on and on. And he was just saying how, uh, you know, he used to do drugs and like he had to face that head on his problems and come to terms with them to finally stop doing drugs. And at this point, I just said, forget it. I'm canceling. Cancel me right now. And then he just told me about how I'll never get this deal again. It's the best deal they've ever had, blah, blah, blah. I ended up walking out, leaving, and just fuming on my walk home. I was fuming. I was so mad. I kept going it over in my head. How dare he? What? How dare he? Like, how do you feel comfortable telling someone to face their fears? I mean, you wouldn't... It just... It, it just really infuriated me. And I told my boyfriend, told the world of Snapchat... I think everyone can kind of agree that's kind of crazy and not very cool of him, not very respectful. But going back to what I'm talking about with perception, this guy was trying to keep me paying money. This guy had no idea what he was saying. This guy didn't know where I'm from, what I'm doing with my life, that I'm a coach for this. He had no idea. All he knew was that it's his job to get people to stay in their memberships. And for me, I had a choice. I realized in that moment, walking home, fuming, I have a choice. I can let the rest of my day be bad. I can have let my ego come out and tell me that I need to puff up my chest or that I'm not, I'm, I really am running from my fears or whatever it may be trying to tell me. I could let that come out and completely steer the, the course of my day. It could completely make it or break it. And in that choice, I had, I decided to go with the positive one. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to let the comments of someone else change the course of my day, change the course of my life. Because some people could just say, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and keep me on that membership. That's better. You're right. But no, you know, you know you more than anyone else. You know where your heart is. You know what you truly desire. It may be murky at times, but you know the true gold of your heart. You know what you're desiring. And what other people say really can't determine that for you. Um, And I have another example that I really wanted to share real quickly. I don't have much to say on this, but I received an email yesterday after I sent out one of my emails to my list about... um, some empowering ways to go about your day, how to empower yourself. And they were kind of like this message today. But she had told me that she was looking at wedding dresses and shopping for wedding dresses. And the woman said to her something about not worrying about the wedding dress being too tight because I'm sure you're going to starve yourself anyways for this wedding. Whoa. Whoa. That completely blew my mind. How could anyone feel like they have the right to tell you assume that you're going to starve yourself for pictures and for for the sake of meeting these 
social expectations of looking a certain way on a wedding day, uh-uh, no sister. That wedding day is for you, for your heart, for your love, for it's a sim- it's a symbolic moment of your love. So that moment right there when you're shopping for a wedding dress, I mean, whoa, I think that could definitely break the whole entire day of having fun, shopping for wedding dresses, drinking cocktails. I doubt you'd want to drink a cocktail anymore or champagne or whatever it is they serve you at wedding dress places. I doubt you'd want to try on any more dresses. I bet you're going to have a whole bunch of shaming thoughts in your head. But we cannot control the actions and what other people say. We cannot control it. We can only control how our perception is in regards to that situation. So in that moment, you can say, you know what? I'm fabulous. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm in love. I receive love and I give love regardless of my body. And my body, my shape, my size will never determine how much love I give and receive with my husband or with my wife. That is irrelevant. And while this stranger store person sales lady might say something like that doesn't mean it's true because she's just speaking what she's been taught she's been taught to say that she's been taught to say that from her family from her co-workers from her boss but she does not know you and she does not know your heart and something like this cannot ruin my day and that's what you say to yourself um so the next thing i hope that was good for for perception but the next thing i want to talk about is values What do you value in life? Do you value what you do? Do you value what you say? Do you value how you look? Chances are there's a very high importance level on the the value of how you you look or the value of your achievements. And I have a quote that I want to read for you as I flip open my book right now. Uh, This is coming from The Purpose Principles by Jake Ducey. And he says, If you define yourself solely by your achievements, then you won't find yourself. Because as soon as you think you know who you are, that peak is gone. And perhaps it's even being enjoyed by someone else. So you end up back to where you once were, left wondering who you are. To know yourself, to be a self-actualizing person, you must focus on creating. Don't let outcomes and results control your life. Spend your energy doing what you do best. The rest are details that will try to distract you from your true joy in life. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love this quote. Don't define yourself solely by your achievements. It's so true. When I think about my body image days, and when I say body image days, I mean I still have body image days. I mean when I think about my fitness competition days, I thought my achievement in doing a fitness competition would make me, would identify me would give me validation for my existence, would give me validations for a relationship. I put so much emphasis on that achievement of walking on that stage and getting a gold star and being placed or ranked at a certain place that when I didn't get that, when I didn't get the gold star that I wanted or I didn't get ranked comparatively to the other women where I wanted to be ranked, my whole world was shattered. And like Jake just said, someone else could be experiencing that that um, achievement reward. So the person who got number one or the person who lost the most weight in your um, your workplace, your work challenge for losing weight, whoever won that, they might be receiving some kind of validation and happiness, but chances are it's fleeting for them too. It was fleeting for you when you didn't get it. Even the winner, it'll be fleeting for them because when your values are in your achievements and what you did and where you ranked, it will change. It will change. You will not be the thinnest forever. You will not be the most beautiful. You will not be the most uh, successful or highest paying in your job. You will not be the best writer. 
blah, 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 blah. You're not always the number one at something. And even if you are in comparison to a, a handful of people, chances are it will cycle around and someone else will have a shot. So if you put that on a pedestal and you say that's the most important thing in your life, it will go away and you will be left feeling valueless or you will be left feeling like you don't have that validation you once had or that that sense of high, that delicious moment where you just feel like you're on top of the world and fly away. So the importance here is for you to figure out what is really important in your life. For me, whenever I was just starting my journey of recovery, helping people was the biggest influence for me. And that would be my podcast, talking about my uh, insecurities and where I was wanting to be vulnerable in life more. I healed other people through those words and those experiences and that healed me. By giving, whether it's the shirt off your back or a meal or it's money or it's wisdom or it's advice or it's vulnerability or whatever it may be, by giving more, you will be receiving 10 times more than just if you were to take, take, take. And this is so true. Um, Another thing that I realize is you do come into this world with nothing. And you leave this world with nothing. So why not give? Think about it. Why not give? Why continuously obsessive over over accumulating? Accumulating more compliments about your body. Accumulating more awareness about what people think about you. Why are you focusing on those things? Why not give more? Why not give people smiles? Why not give people books? Knowledge? Why not give people welcomed advice? Money? you know, support other people. And instead of having this Western culture of give me, give me, and I want it, I want it, I want it, it's mine, go away. Share, share more. Because in the end, it doesn't matter who dies with what. It doesn't matter. We all need to share more as a culture. Whether we're black, we're white, we're tall, we're fat, we're skinny. Whatever it may be, we're all people. So that's, that's where the values come into play. Figuring out what's really important for you and what do you want to value in your life? Do you want to value giving? Do you want to value helping, healing? Figure that out today. Really think about it. The next one, the very last one is responsibility. So one quote I'm actually going to start this one off with also comes from the same book, The Purpose Principles, which I'm obsessed with. Um, And actually, though, this is from he quoted someone else. So this is Jack Canfield who wrote the chicken soup for the soul books. So Jack says, oh my gosh, I love this so much. Okay. Act as if every bad thing that happened to you, you either created it, you allowed it, or you promoted it. This is powerful because if you created it, you can recreate life the way you want. If you've allowed it, you can stop it. And if you've promoted it, you can promote something else. Oh my gosh, how much power did that just bring you right now? How much power? Knowing that every bad thing that's ever happened to you, you either created it, you allowed it, or you promoted it. That's wonderful. That's good news, people. That's good news. Because that means you can stop whatever is happening in your life by choosing to stop it. Or you can focus on something else. So whenever it says promote something else... That's kind of what I talk about whenever I mention, you know, we have this coping mechanism where it's controlling our food or binging or dieting, whatever it is, you're promoting that for yourself. So you're rooting on, you know, controlling your food to feel better about your life. So you're promoting it. But why not promote something else? Why not promote journaling? Why not promote dancing? Why not promote uh, dates? Why not promote 
um, art, anything else, a, a job you love. Why not promote a job you love or a new retreat that you want to go on? Why not promote something that's healing you instead of hurting you? Think about it. Take initiative for your life. Empower yourself. Again, what I said with per- perception, this is the victim to victor mindset. Take responsibility for your actions. You say that you cannot stop controlling yourself from hating your body. Why not take a baby step? Why not start somewhere very small by just looking in the mirror and saying, you know, I love you today. I really do. I love you. Hold your hands and say, you know, you're going to do great things today. You're going to help somebody else in this world today. Take responsibility by finding one small thing you can do every day. And then next week, try another small thing. By staying stagnant and not trying anything at all, you're choosing to be the victim. You're choosing to not be victorious over your own life and create your own goals and have great values and change your perception. These three things come together to positively influence your recovery journey in the most powerful of ways. They're so powerful. And I really hope that you can think about these three things and how you can start to incorporate them more in your day-to-day life. When you start feeling overwhelmed and upset because someone made a comment on your body, you remember perception can change that. You remember to take responsibility for your feelings. You remember that your value is not really about what you look like or what you've done, but who you are how you treat others, the important things in life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to get all the links that I mentioned, which are, you know, quite a few, head on over to maddiemoon.com slash mbm68, mbm68, and you can get all the links and you can check out my free guide, 10 proven steps for ending any diet obsession and stay up to date with me on social media and all that jazz. I love you guys so much and I really look forward to next week's episode because it's going to be a good one. See ya. Thank you.